Welcome to For What It's Worth, our podcast for our patrons. Thank you very much to each of you patrons. We are very grateful for you, for your support, for believing in us and helping us get the podcast out more often and better. All right, James, you have a story for me. I don't know what it's about, but (laughs) I am looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Well, it's a biking story, but it's not one that's set in the Old West. (laughs) This is one that's set (laughs) just a couple miles from home here. I had some friends that were over at Faith Mission. Uh, The man was serving as kind of a maintenance man over there. Okay, so some people aren't going to know what Faith Mission is, though, so I'm going to interrupt you there. Faith Mission is a home for physically and mentally challenged people, and it's over... Hmm. What towards Charlottesville, Virginia? Yeah, that area. It's, it's on the other side of the Blue Ridge Mountains from the Shenandoah Valley. Okay, so go ahead. I'm not sure exactly what inspired me to do this. I'm trying to think here. This was maybe 2009, 2010. So I would have been in my early 20s, and I wanted to go over and visit them. And there was, I think, some people from the church were heading over to do kind of a roofing thing on a Saturday, and I was going to help with that. What I decided to do, instead of going over with everybody that morning, boring, I decided what I was going to do is instead ride my bike over, spend the night, you know, spend the evening with with my friends, spend the night there, eat supper there, get up in the morning, and then help put the roof on. Because at this point, I was working on a roofing crew, Mm, and mm -hmm. so I needed to get across the mountain. Now, normally the way that you go over to Faith Mission Home is you take Route 33 East, and you go up over the mountain. Well, it's a it's a road that has a lot of traffic, and uh, the fastest route on a bike isn't necessarily the same as the fastest route on a car. You can take more back roads. And sure. so I decided I wanted to take a different route and come in from a different way than what I normally went to Faith Mission. And this was back in the days before, well, I mean, I definitely didn't have a smartphone by this point. Smartphones had barely even started to be a thing back then. Yeah, yeah. And so I went online and printed out, I don't know if it was MapQuest or Google Maps, <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> but I printed out paper instructions and and followed that route. Well, on the way there, I should have known that something wasn't quite right with my route because this route took me across this old iron bridge and the bridge had been blocked off on both sides and there were barriers up. I had to take my bike and put it across this chain link fence to get it on the other side. <laughs> and then it was like this. Okay. Uh, and so I should have known that these instructions, these directions are not the greatest <laughs> because it took me across a bridge that had been closed for probably several years. But I continued on. <laughs> and instead of taking the main road across the mountain, it was going to take me on this little gravel road, dump me off on top of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, I think it was either the Blue Ridge Parkway or Skyline Drive. I think it was Skyline Drive. I was going to go down Skyline Drive, hit 250, which is another road across the mountains, then go down into this little town called Crozet, and there was this like state-famous pizza shop there, and I'd heard about Crozet Pizza, Mm -hmm. and I wanted Crozet Pizza, and I was like, that'd be a perfect thing to do in the afternoon as kind of a little treat. I was following following this route, and at some point, I couldn't find where I was supposed to turn off to go up into the mountain up over to the top of Skyline Drive. And so I took this one road and it kind of dead ended. I took another road and it dead ended. 
And finally, I was just tired of, of riding my bike. Like I was riding it up, up the mountain and then I hit a dead end and I have to lose all my elevation back down, try it again. <laughs> and I tried three or four different places and it just wasn't working. And so finally I found this other one and it dumped me out right on the edge of a power line right away mm-hmm. where uh, the power line goes across. They cut all the trees down. And so it's just this low brush underneath the power line so you don't have trees hitting against the power lines and arcing and causing problems. I was standing there. and was about ready to turn down and go back. And I looked up and I saw maybe 100, 150 yards up the mountain. It was fairly steep. I could see a car drive past. And I realized that was Skyline Drive. You know, Skyline Drive, what I'd been trying to find for so long, it was so close I could almost touch it. At least it felt that way. And so all I had to do is take my bike, which my bike had bike bags because I had clothes and different things along with me. Right. I just needed to take that across across this power line right away, get up to Skyline Drive, and then I'm good to go. And I did not want to have to mm-hmm. have to drop back down, go back up one more time. I was getting tired. It was getting late in the afternoon. I wanted to get to my pizza. (laughs) So I decided, well, what I'll do is I'll just take my bike and just push it across this brushy area. I mean, it's just some brush. And then I will be up to Skyline Drive and I'll be good to go. Well, I started going down in there and it was a little bit deceptive. It looked like it was just brush, but the brush was actually about shoulder height and it was extremely thick. Oh, no. And I guess because of all of the, they go through every couple of years and they cut down this brush. And so there's a lot of dead branches and brush down below that I was stepping on and getting my legs twisted up in. There were brambles and briars. And I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll just keep going here. I mean, it's a little bit tough, but it's going to get better. And so I kept pushing. And, and so there was times I had to just take my bike, which with all of its bags and everything probably weighed 40 to 50 pounds. And pick it up and try to <laughs> try to try to drag it through this brush. And I'd had about two bottles of water with me. And shortly after I got into the power line right away, my water was gone. I mean, I <laughs> I sucked every last drop of moisture out of those water bottles. <laughs> what time of, did you say? What time of year this was? Oh, uh, this was middle of summer. Okay. <laughs> it, it was getting. I mean, the sun was beating down. I'm. I'm in the middle of this power line right away, so there's no shade. The sun is beating down. I'm out of water. I had uh, a dusty granola bar that I tried to gag down <laughs> to get a little bit of energy. And so I did not keep track of time, but I kept going down. Also, it was a bit of a hollow. Uh, the power line right away was somewhat in a hollow. And so the first mm-hmm. part, uh, the first part, I had somewhat gravity helping me to go down. But then I got to the bottom of the hollow and had to go back up, and now I'm fighting gravity. And <laughs> oh no, I have these these sticks and brambles tearing at my legs and my arms. Uh, by this point, I've got a splitting headache. I'm getting very weak. I haven't had any water for probably an hour or more. My arms are covered with scratches from all the brambles. Like I'm just bleeding all over my shirt. No. And I still am not over there yet. So finally, I'm, I'm not sure how long it was. I'm thinking it was probably the better part of two hours in that power line right away to go 100 yards. <laughs> I finally got across the power line right away, 
into the woods. And so in the woods, there wasn't as much brush because there's the, the canopy keeps things from growing. So I'm finally able to make some progress. But at this point, it's very steep. So probably 30 to 45 degree angle to try to get up. So I'll kind of like set my feet, push my bike forward six to 18 inches, kind of set my bike, take a couple steps, do it again, do it again. That sounds miserable. (laughs) I finally got up to the top of Skyline Drive, and it was probably the worst I've ever felt in my life, at least up to that point. (laughs) I think there's probably times after that that I maybe felt worse. And I just had no energy whatsoever and no water, and I wasn't sure how long it would be till I could get to the pizza place and get some more water. And I was going down Skyline Drive. uh, Praise the Lord, it was mostly downhill. And Mm -hmm. I saw on this little pull-off, there was somebody in a truck. And I thought, wow, I, I'm going to go over there. I mean, I, I never just go up to strangers and ask them for things. <laughs> I'm, this is I'm, not a James thing to do. <laughs> it's not a James thing to do, and it's still not something that I like to do. Uh, I'm very much the husband that doesn't like to ask for directions, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> very much of a stereotype yeah. that is true in this case. And... But I went up to the truck, and there was a lady in there reading a book. And so I just kind of rapped on the window. And I'm not sure what I looked like, but I probably looked like quite a fright. <laughs> uh, My arms are covered in scratches with blood, you know, like scabs. And I probably looked pretty bad. And she rolled down the window, and I said, Hey, I know this is really strange, but I'm out of water. Do you have anything I can drink? And she said, Well, I don't have any water, but I've got some warm Dr. Pepper, I'll take whatever. I don't care what you have. So she gave me this little, this little uh, like Dr. Pepper that was warm. That was one of the best things I've ever drank. And I went a little bit further, a couple more miles, and there were some people that were riding on the Skyline Drive, and they were just gathering up their bikes. And I stopped there, and they gave me a couple fig newtons, maybe, and a maybe a banana, and filled up my water bottle. And so I felt somewhat refreshed and. Um, maybe yeah. an hour later, I made it to the pizza place and sat there in the pizza place. It was blasting AC and sat there drinking as much Pepsi as I possibly could until my pizza came, <laughs> then ate most of my yeah. pizza, stuck the rest of my pizza in my bags, and then biked another 10 miles or so to to where I was staying for the night. So that was... Oh, my. <laughs> that was a terrible experience, and it, it taught me that Sometimes just because you've spent a bunch of of work, you know, I, it it took a lot of work to get halfway across that power line right away. But like at some point, I probably should have just turned around and went back. It would have been better yeah. to just go ahead and do that. But I had just said in my mind, I want to do it this way, and I was I was afraid that that it would be more work. And and so the reason that I went across that power line right away is because I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to bike down. And bike back up. (laughs) Well, that would have been, that would have taken one-tenth the energy. (laughs) Exactly. Than if I would have just, so, yeah, that was, I went home and told my parents, and they just laughed and laughed and laughed. They thought it was hilarious. (laughs) So. This is the same person that has to keep eating the apple that's covered in bitterant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But anyway, yeah, I think probably until... My bike trip, my my big bike trip, that was probably the most just absolutely exhausted and strung out I've ever been. I was like, this is, like, I did this for fun, and this is pretty much the exact opposite of fun. 
Yeah, it sounds horrible. Ugh, I I cannot imagine that I would ever try to do something like that. Like, <laughs> but but I, I I can I can sympathize with that feeling of like it's just right there. Mm-hmm. I can almost almost touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I survived. It uh, it builds character, I guess. 